and welcome to the, today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for Eye of the World. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my good friend, Steve. Hello, everybody. And uh, today we are going into Chapter 33, uh, The Dark Waits. And before we even get into this chapter, I want to I let everybody know that we're recording this episode very much out of sync of like our regular recording schedule. So if uh, anybody notices, like, uh, not even like a quality difference, but the show has adapted since the original time we've recorded this. And that file just was. Listen, it got fucked up. It got fucked up. The file got fucked up. We don't know where it is. It could be anywhere. It's, it's well, disappeared. I'm going to lay the blame on you, Steve. This was all your fault. And uh, I don't have a recording it. of that episode <laughs> on my computer. Where did it go? That's it. That's the problem of like record trying to do a daily podcast and we're working with equipment nearly a decade old at this point. I'm working on a mic that's uh, older than I am. My mic is nine years old, so fuck you. I'm not a fucking, I'm not a decade old. I'm not working <laughs> on a decade old over here. Uh, nevertheless, so uh, we've adapted since... We since the first time we've recorded it, the show has been a little bit different. I think we've got a little bit more comfortable as host. I've adapted to the heat. I'd say right now, oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Put a hat on. <laughs> All right, I got my shorts. And I've got my You look great. Suntan. From Thank the you. from so the computer you. screen I'm looking you looking at you at, you look, you look fantastic. We were talking about your olive skin earlier. The fact that you're making yeah, a I'm getting a little can. olive colored. I think it's good. I've been reading a lot outside in my hammock. I put a hammock up in my front lawn. That's right, people. I'm not. I'm so jealous of the hammock reading. I don't have I'm any not, sort I'm of reading hammock reading hammock. in my life. Lots right? of people come by and make comments at me. Some of them are not so kind. I don't appreciate that. Some of them are that. like, "What are you doing in my hammock?" Some of them are like, "Get out of my hammock, sir! <laughs> don't make me call the authorities." People like to tell me how comfy I look, and I know how fucking comfy I look. I feel that comfy. Yeah. Anyways, then I they, can talk about my hammock and my comfiness for probably another five minutes, but that's about it. But yeah. let's get back into <laughs> today's chapter, The Dark Waits, chapter 33. Yeah. So I do you what are some initial reactions that you have here, Steve? Hit me hit me with some uh give me like hit me one, Willie, word one more time. One yes. word reaction. Yep. Vomit. <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> that's uh okay i did, i wasn't expecting that one but uh, i'll roll with it um i was i i thought you would say more like time or like wheel nope or of <laughs> but vomit okay <laughs> yeah so for me i guess the initial reaction that i have is just kind of how the chapter is kind of like structured it's um no no chapter that we've read before or even since this chapter, since we're recording this episode, has followed this sort of structure where it starts off with them in the wagon with uh, Master Kinch, and they have a little conversation with it, and then it flashes back to uh, the the events a couple days beforehand at the Four Kings. Like, yeah, yeah, we get the flashback. Bit, like, yeah, we haven't had like a flashback sort of. No, it's been very fixed perspective each chapter. Yeah, yeah, especially. This uh, this Camlin Road nonsense that the that these two guys have been on. They've been. It just, is a bunch of nonsense. I mean, it just goes on and on. I mean, yeah, on. yeah, it kind of does. But at the same time, I kind of 
I do appreciate the fact that they are on this sort of Matt and Rand world tour, as we've mentioned, as we've mentioned before, because yep. uh, it fills out that space. And I think the biggest part that this whole world tour is trying to do is build the world a little bit more. And we've talked about world building quite a bit on this podcast. Um, and we won't stop because it doesn't stop. stop because the world is huge and we're constantly finding out more and more. Yeah. Um, one of the things that came to mind in this podcast in particular is that before we do the flashback is where the Queens guard uh, walks by Matt Rand and uh, uh, their driver, Master Kinch. And the Queens guard, um, that led into a conversation of the realm of uh, Camelin and like what Camelin kind of rules over the Queen's land. Yeah, the Queen's realm. And because uh, the boys hadn't heard of the Queen's guard and Kench can't believe this. Yeah. Because it's basically being like, you haven't heard of the Royal mounted Canadian police. Yeah. What's, what's with you? It's the same. Come thing. on. All right. <laughs> I mean, they're all out there, but you know, if you're not in the, uh, the Canada's realm, if you're not in Trudeau's realm, oof. It's, I don't want to cut that one. <laughs> if you're not in the realm of the North, all right, then maybe you wouldn't know it. And it just sort of just like hits home how far removed the boys are from said Queen's realm back in two, in two rivers. Because it is just fucking, it is the middle of nowhere. If, uh, if we're going to compare the, re- the, the Wheel of Time realm uh, with Canada, I would say the Emmons Field folk are like more or less the Northwest Territories, Yukon, maybe just very like just kind of out there and removed. They're part of Canada. They're part of the, that's pretty fucking removed. It is a removed, you know, they're part of Canada, but they're not, they, especially if all communicate, if we're in the dark ages and like, there's no Facebook or internet or anything like that. As far as they know, they're Alaska or dead. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Dark Ages up there is going to be real cold. Um, so yeah, I, I like the little the conversation that they had and how the boys just all remember, just like they're realizing that the world is bigger than theirs uh, than what they realize, and that they're subjects of a monarchy that they had no idea about. Well, they kind of I think Matt's kind of scoffs at it too at first. Well, that's because it's kind of just like. Because it just sounds so ridiculous. They're like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about Two Rivers as part of a queen's realm? The queen. It's also because Rand is, or Matt is being a dick. You know? We're seeing some attitude from yeah. him. This is, yeah, he's still being a real butthole. Yeah, at this we're point. seeing some real uh, attitude from him just to like general strangers. Now, um, in some cases, this, this attitude has bowed kind of well for him. Um, I can't remember if it's chapters beforehand, but he's definitely a little bit more cautious with people. Um, and we'll see it later on in this chapter, how he kind of like distrusts people a little bit more. And like even Master Kinch, like uh, when Master Kinch like mentioned, I can't remember if he mentioned uh, Dark Friends or something like that. He's like, you guys don't look like Dark, dark Friends. And he's like, what's it to you? How do you know? How do you know what a Dark Friend looks like? And Master Kinch is like, Dark Friend can look like anything. It's like, okay, man. We'll see ya, <laughs> little brick. Dark friend could have a plunger on the top of his bald head, two smaller plungers on his nipples, wearing those bare feet slippers <laughs> and a cape and a hook for one hand. And it don't mean nothing. 
that guy he's still a dark yeah. friend <laughs> um and that pretty much like wraps up that little like section before we go into the flashback and then it kind of the flashback just leads pretty much to where we started in in this chapter and the the flashback is directly after four kings when light uh rand's channeled the lightning to attack uh the guys that were coming after them at the four kings and matt's blind rand is shocked for lack of a better word of his of his power and they're out in the rain um they get some bad shelter under like a bunch of bunch of bushes and they have a he has another Balsamon dream. Yeah, I just I mean, I think it was last chapter that he ingested a little bit of bread and or cheese, which clearly has brought him to this point of a spooky nightmare. If there is one thing Balsamon that dream. we can't stress enough in this podcast as a PSA to all of our listeners, do not eat bread and cheese before going to sleep. You it's not going to be a good time for you. You know it, people. Um, so this this dream that he has, like, I mean, I don't even, I don't even even know if it's like worth mentioning this dream because it's just kind of the general dream nonsense that we're used to it at this point. General spooky dream where Bowsman shows up. He tells him, you know, I can, I, your will is yeah. mine. You are mine. I'm gonna put me put my taint <laughs> on you and taint you with evil, and. uh you know, it's fire. almost like he's it's like he's stuff. reading from a script at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like he pulls out a, a notebook and he's reading from it whenever he, uh, the boys are asleep um, and just like tortures them. Uh, they wait. Has a bunch of different lines and phrases. Yes. Yeah. Of spooky. I will spooky get you. Phrases, uh, join questions. me. Uh, I don't like this line. Uh, your will is my way. Your soul belongs to my taint. <laughs> my taint will cover you. The taint will turn you tainted. <laughs> he needs a he needs a speechwriter. Is what he needs. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think at this point you'd be afraid of these dreams if you kept getting these dreams and it's the same guy saying the shame, same shit to you? Or would you start to get a little more sassy? Oh, absolutely. How does it just go on? Like, how's this happening? I, uh, the dreams I currently have have zero regularity, <laughs> but all of the regularity and the consistency of the nightmarish hellscape. <laughs> so if that was just like, if, if there was just a little bit more of the same thing every night, I would probably, you know, break from reality. Yeah. Or at least find some comfort in it. Temporarily. Um, the very next bit is where they head back on the Camelin Road. They find themselves a new a new inn to go into. This time the inn has a, a stout-looking inn master who uh, is much more jovial and jolly-looking. I think the point here is like uh, when, we, when we were dealing with the, the, the innkeeper beforehand, like it was noticeable that this guy was skinny and doesn't look like the tra- like a traditional innkeeper. You know, he's not part of the regular. Yeah, they're club. usually round. They're usually pretty round. Yeah, but pretty rotund. The the relief they must feel when they see like a round uh, innkeeper who's like, yeah, it's like coming home. Yeah, it's like watching an episode of Cheers. Oh yeah, and Norm is there. <laughs> yeah. He's Norm. He's Norm. Even though it's not quite Norm, it might as well be Norm. Um, I mean, it's not Norm. It doesn't look anything like him. But you can hug him in the same way. Yeah. 
Uh, so they they eat some food, they sleep there. But the important part of this little bit here is not what uh that is not the inn itself. It's the morning after when they're eating breakfast, and uh, it always is. <laughs> there's uh there's this guy that comes in. His name is uh Piter. I want to say Piter. 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 Paytier. Paytier. I read, I read it as Paytier. He's this awkward looking, uh, but well dressed boy that comes in. He. I think it's Paytier. Paytier makes sense. Uh, that sits at the table with Rand and Matt, and he's like, he's like, I need to tell you something. And <clears throat> this is where I get to the fact of Matt having, even though he's being a dick, his uh, his dickishness is kind of helping them out because he was able to go right from the beginning, go like, you're a fucking dark friend. You're a dark friend. We want yeah, he called him out. You don't want to do anything to you. All right, want, we don't want anything to do with you. Get away from us. And sure enough, Buddy is a dark friend. He has like a little like spiel where he goes, "Oh yeah," where he basically says the script from Bialzman. He's like, "Join him or other things." Your will taint belongs to me. Give me your taint. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so gross. Um, and but then he runs out. Like he's so such mean. a. He's such a minor threat, but it brings on to the fact that throughout this chapter, we're just hearing of dark friends piling up on each other. You know, like they're 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 starting to form. They're everywhere. They're they're, yeah, they're starting to form in different towns. They've started little factions. So amidst themselves. So what fighting each other? What do you think about this? in terms of dark friends, like, is this a choice to become a dark friend or is this kind of like you get tainted on and, and (laughs) I think it could be, I think it's a bit of both. I think that if you choose to serve the dark one, then, uh, boom, you're serving the dark one. Boom. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're communicating with him or accomplishing anything. Like, I don't know if this guy, I doubt this guy is in direct contact or actually maybe even who knows if he even is tainted at all. Yeah. But I think of it, I think you might be able to listen, you're desperate. You're not, you don't got much going on. You're, you're trying to, you're bread, you're breadsman. You're making bread. You're living off nightmares. a lot of breadsman. It's tough. It's, it's a tough it's a tough living and you know so you you see you hear there's some money maybe in being a dark friend you become a dark friend and then maybe you die it's tough but you weren't cut out for that right but then maybe you get targeted by (laughs) Bialzaman and he comes after you and he I'm gonna stop you right right on you you're you're draining puts this tank right on you will (laughs) and then you are working for him directly and you're evil. I I think of it more as the hiring process to be an Uber driver. You just kind of walk in, you apply online. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You just That's what I mean about kinda... the first the first the breadsman scenario. Yeah. That's the Uber driver. That's the one where <laughs> yeah. you could just see here that there might be some good money in it. You get into it, you're most likely in over your head. But at that point, <laughs> you've already pledged yourself to the dark one. You signed a contract. You're already in it. There's nothing much you can do. And that, or Uber, um, or Uber. <laughs> Uber is the dark one. We don't That's know. I've had dream. I've had terrible dreams about Uber drivers doing all sorts of things to me. Yeah, it's yelling about their taints and everything. Yeah, I know. Tainted me. <laughs> um, that needs that leads into they get back onto the road and 
they get to another inn, but this, but by the time they get to this point, Rand is like feeling super sick, or he like he like basically collapses in this new inn. Um, this is why I said the word vomit. Ah, uh, carry on. Okay, all right, <laughs> I'll let that one slide. I thought you were just going off left field for that one. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, Rand is very ill in this chapter. Oh yeah, he's the illest. Um, which I think is probably due to the fact that he channeled like that a day or two before and he's like gaining back his energy. Um, yeah, it's a channel channeling sickness, channeling sickness. Um, and not much to say about this whole in experience other than like, again, the next morning. Well, on top of that, like throughout the night while they're staying at this inn, they don't have much money to pay. So they're, they're, at first thinking about like playing there, you know, doing a little gig. Um, but Rand, a little gleaming gig. Do a little gleaming gig. But uh Rand gets too sick and Matt's able to kind of swindle his way uh and say, like, if you don't give us a room, I'll go tell everybody that he's sick and you'll lose all your customers for tonight. And the the end guy's That's it. he's not playing. Nobody around. wants to be around a sick guy. He's like, You guys Social can go distancing. you guys can go sleep in the stable, I'll be fine. So they do, and like throughout this entire experience rand is like hallucinating about moraine about Egwene, about um uh lan tom even and i guess this whole section is to illustrate his his uh hesitancy for this whole mission because you know moraine like when he hallucinates about moraine moraine is like we have to do this we have to go to tarvalon then he then he hallucinates about Tom, and Tom is like, "Don't do that. I said I are evil, and they'll taint you. You don't want any of that. Can't trust them. Yeah. Um. But that's pretty much it. Like, I, I, I don't think there's any more to extract from that other than like he's feeling more or less just unsure about the about the whole situation but the most important part is at the very end here is when they when a girl walks in and she gets all stabby stabby with them oh yeah like super stabby super stabby super stabby i mean she does she is another one of those uber drivers from the dark one um that just applied online got her certificate in the mail and uh, i think she takes it she's taking the gig a little too seriously um yeah well she she comes in with a fucking ninja attack yeah, and get immediately gets her dagger like stuck in the wood. Oh, classic! Yeah, it's like a Scooby Doo, um, <laughs> like like a bit. Yeah, it's like oh no, ah! it's in the wall, and uh, it's trying as she's trying to pull it back out. Matt gets his brandishes his ruby dagger right at her neck, and is honestly about to kill her. Oh, he's yeah, like he's... he is down a clown. And Rand is the one that stops uh, stops Matt in that moment. Yeah, but he would have killed her. I think he would have. They totally. like, established that. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, um, but he doesn't, and they decide to well, lock her up. Yeah. yeah, they just they basically Instead. leave her in the stable, and they just like bar the door in the stable. Not really like, l- yeah, locking her up, but it's not like it's a yeah. They tie her up. Oh, they tie her up. I must must have missed that. I, th- I thought they did. I thought they Matt just pointed the knife at her. And just kept her like in the corner while they just kind of like shuffled out of the barn and they locked the door and left. No, it might have been that and then locked her in there. But needless to say, either way, I think they condemned her to a slow and painful death of starvation. I mean, there are horses or dehydration. in there. 
She's got a knife. How many? I actually. How many horses? Actually, the there's never enough horses. (laughs) How horses should eat her? (laughs) She could go further if the horses ate her. I think. (laughs) Then all so many horses. One one herd to save five horses. I do. Or five horses to save her. I do want to draw a little bit of attention to the knife that she was using and how I think Ram picked it up. And he noticed like it was warm to the touch, mm. you know. And uh, when they were leaving, they, they grabbed the knife th- so that she didn't have a knife when they were in there. They took the knife and they threw it into a bucket of, or like Matt threw it or Moran threw it into a bucket of water and it started to steam. So. A steamy knife. It's a steamy knife. Um. So I wonder if there's Possibly like, tainted. Uh, I wonder if there's like a a common way for the dark one to taint people using objects. Like he'll set up objects different dif- different places, and if people pick them up, they'll be tainted in some sort of way. Could be, you know. And then they start I bet, using I, it. it's like a, it seems like a safe call at this point that something like that with the amount of dark friends and everything, but yeah. We just don't know. We just don't know. That that more or less wraps it up for today, folks. Aye. 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 Yeah, so we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, before we do that, uh, of course, as always, thank you all for listening to today's episode. Uh, you know, if you're feeling like good people today, which you all are, um, cement that further in your minds by going to iTunes, leaving us a five-star review. If you know, I say it all the time, but if you're gonna leave anything less than five stars, don't keep it to yourself. We don't want it. Keep it yourself. I don't want to hear. How it. about rate yourself? How about rate yourself that rating? Yeah. And see how it feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do onto others what if you it's would less do to than yourself. Five stars. But if it is five stars, give yourselves, give us five stars, give yourselves five stars for doing that and for being a five star human. I will, I will personally look you up and give you five stars on whatever platform I can. Glassdoor, LinkedIn. Google reviews. I I'll find you. That's it. And I'll give you that five Uber. stars. Uber. Look, man. We'll do it. <laughs> I'll give you the five Stay stars. Stay out of my dreams. <laughs> Stay out of my nightmares. Um, if you guys have haven't also uh check out our website at www.chapterbychapterpodcast.com. Uh if you also have any questions or if you want us to address something on the show, we do have an email account available at chapterbychapterpodcast at gmail.com. Send us whatever you want. We love chatting about stuff. If you got hate mail? Anything. We'll read hate mail right live on the air. R- recipes. Recipes. Listen, I eat three times a day. I'm always looking for new meals to whip up. Look, so far from what we've That's gathered in I'm this not book. Consistent. I'm lucky if I get two meals. <laughs> and one of them is definitely bread and cheese. Yeah, always <laughs> is. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow for chapter 34. The Last Village.